my gosh. Hey guys. It has been a minute. But nonetheless, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of I've Been That Girl. Life has been fucking real. Which is why I've been MIA. I am sleep deprived. Busy as fuck. My son has been sick for two months. And we do not sleep well at night right now. So your girl has just not had the time to sit down and record a quick a quick po- a episode for y'all. But I am so appreciative that people are still checking in, asking for another episode. Thank you. So, let me try to go ahead and knock this out before my son wakes up because it is midnight. And as I said, I try to sneak in where I can get in some quick free time. Um, so, for this episode, I want to talk about the stigma behind, uh, you know, baby mamas, baby daddies, um, and that baby mama being bitter. She, oh, you're a bitter bitch. You're bitter. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. I know I posted on my um, Instagram, and, you know, this has been frustrating me for a little bit. Um, I've had a couple people mention to me that I seem bitter. Um, and that irritates me, obviously, because I'm not bitter. So when I ask you why I'm bitter, you can't give me a straight answer aside from, well, you're just giving the situation too much energy. Like, you're, you're coming off as bitter. And there goes that stigma that is attached to baby mamas. Because you speak on the topic, you're bitter. Why don't women have voices when they want to hold their baby daddies accountable? I fucking hate that word. I hate, I don't, words, baby mama and baby daddy. Like, I just, I hate it. Who came up with that shit? For me, I'm like, you know, I am a mother to his child. I cannot stand being like, oh, yeah, that's my baby mama. No, uh uh-uh, no, sir. Mm Mm-mm. I am Mackenzie's mommy, or I am London's mom. I take care of my kids. So I think in my head that's what I associated to. Like baby mamas, baby daddies, like ain't shit, ain't shit parents. That's how I break it down. I guess, I guess everybody ain't on that same wavelength as me, but that's how I break it down. Um, but yeah, so that I want to talk about the stigma. And there, like I said, there have been a couple people that have said that. But when I ask you, like, oh, okay, well, what makes me bitter? You can't really give me an explanation aside the fact that, oh, well, you're just, you're just talking about it. Right. So, how is talking about it making you bitter? So, you want me to mute my voice while we still let these men run around making babies and not holding them accountable. That's what you want me to do. That's what's fucked up with society today is y'all want to enable these motherfuckers. And he, my, my son's dad is enabled as hell. All the way, his parents, family girlfriend friends cousins they all enable his ass every single one of them enable him i'm not i'm not enabling a grown-ass man when i was with him i encouraged him hey have you called your daughter today hey make sure you call your daughter oh what is she doing did you talk to her today i guess because i'm a mom myself I can, I relate to those things. And before I go off on my tangent about this, 
when I dated him, I thought he was a good father. When he, you know, when he lived, lived in North Carolina, too, he made it seem as if he had his daughter often. When I moved with him to Texas, that's when, I'm not even going to say that's when. I did, sorry, I did ask him often. Hey, okay, I had to, I had to cut off, um, I had to go back and delete part of that. I mentioned his daughter's name and I didn't want to do that. Um, but yeah, so when I was there, I did it, I did ask often if he spoke to her. Um, and, you know, I guess, again, that's me being a mom. Um, so I didn't know that he possessed these character traits that he would do this, do what he did to my son or do what he is doing to my son or I I would not have dated him. Um, so, um, yeah, so the stigma, I got sidetracked y'all. I got a little stress from doing that, but, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what about my, my story screams bitter. Um, now, granted, I don't put everything out there on the web like, you know, some people think I do. Um, but there are still parts of my story that you guys have no fucking clue. Um, but the parts that you guys do know, I don't understand what, you know, would scream bitter. Um, if you've listened to my podcast, you know what I've went through uh, with this man. You, you know, you know what happened in my pregnancy. I went through that alone. I didn't want to go through that alone. I was led on through that pregnancy. Halfway through my pregnancy, he gets a girlfriend and lies about it. So, you know, I'm being manipulated, lied, lied to, gaslighted throughout my whole pregnancy. And, you know, I, I, I know and I acknowledge this now and I accept it, but I know, you know, it is a blessing that I'm not with him. I know that. I know that, you know, him and I are not meant to be together. Um, so, it's just so crazy. I don't want to get off sub- subject, but it is just so crazy when you're like, you know, you are finally, you get to see the situation outside versus being in it. You know, if that makes any sense. So, it's just crazy looking back into this, like, what were you fighting for really, Amber? You know? Um, why would any woman want to be with somebody that did me like that? Did, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so if you listen to my podcast, or you're, you know, your personal friends with me, but my, my friends support me, so you bitches listen. Um, but you know what I went through through my pregnancy, and that was hard. Um, and I'll slap a hoe if they say it wasn't, but that was, that was hard. Nobody, I don't know nobody. No female that would want to go through that alone. Um, but that's one of the, you know, so that's one of the things that that upsets me. Um, like, so I guess what I'm going to point out is a few things that I've shared with you guys that you guys would know about me um, that I that I put on the internet that I'm confused of how that would tie into me being bitter. So my pregnancy went through that alone was led on, was talked down to, um, was blamed for everything, and then he goes and gets a girlfriend, like, I, you know, three, what, three months after we break up, you're in a relationship already? So then it's, you know, me accepting the fact that, damn, 
you did not feel the way that you felt that you claimed you felt about me. There's no way you could have. And be serious with this girl. Or, you know, you're you're we're not gonna get into that. So you do that, so anybody would be upset about that. I was in a serious relationship with him. I we we talked about getting married. We talked about having children. We talked about a lot of stuff. Um did we actually talk about, you know, was London planned? No, he wasn't. But we weren't doing anything to prevent London, you know, coming up either, obviously. But, you know, I was in a serious relationship with him. We we talked like we talked about these things. Um so it's a smack in the face when, you know, I'm learn I'm learned that you you sold me the same dream you sold everybody prior to me. I just happened to, you know, be one of the ones that kept that you kept your kid. Um, and now that you now you're selling selling that same dream to somebody else and lying to me about it. But um so you know that was upsetting and then I didn't appreciate her running her mouth about me. When I slid and I asked her what 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 was going on between her and Julian because he's a fucking liar and you ignore me and you 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 hold on to everything that this man says. So that bothered me. Um and then I go into labor and I have our baby. And I don't know if I mentioned this with you guys uh, already, but I had a very traumatic birthing experience with London. I almost died on, and it sounds dramatic, but I almost died giving birth to my son. I lost a lot of blood. I was hemorrhaging. And while I'm laying there, you know, going through all of that, he's at the bar getting drunk. And, you know, I told him when I was going into labor, he probably wouldn't have made it there while I was in labor. Um... I didn't want him in the birthing room at all, but I told him he, you know, he could come and be in the waiting room. I didn't want him and the stress attached to us to, to be in there. Um, but yeah, so he's at the bar while I, like I'm doing, I go through that, and then I'm in the hospital for seven days after that, recovering, and you don't come. So you had seven days to come, be there for me, support me, like, you know, cool. You got a girlfriend, but, you know, this This is something that was important, too. You missed the birth of your son because you wanted to be at the bar. And then you, you didn't come for seven days. I'm in the hospital for seven days. So that, that upsets me. And then when you do come, you stay for 45 minutes. Come to find out, you brought your girlfriend down here with you, so that's why you had to go. And then when I confront you about it, what are you talking about? She didn't come with me. She's not my girlfriend. da 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 just further irritating me because you're lying to me. Why do you keep lying? Why do you keep lying? You can't even spend time with your son because you've got to get back to her. But now you're wanting to call, oh, she's not my girlfriend. Oh, she didn't come with me. Why are you so obsessed with her? Trying to manipulate the situation. And I keep telling him, it's not about her. It is about you. She should definitely be supporting you as a father, which she doesn't do. And we'll talk about that on the uh, another episode about women who date men who have children 
you do not encourage them to be better daddies and then have the audacity to fucking talk shit online. We'll talk about that in another episode. But for him, it will never be about another female. It it will be about you and your choices, who you're putting before your kids, what you're not doing for your kids, what what you put your fucking kids' moms through. Um, so, that. And I'm, once again, left alone. Oh, and I didn't point this out. When you, you didn't help me throughout my, like, purchase-wise. You didn't help me buy a fucking thing for my son. When I asked for help, he's not physically here, Amber. What's he needed for? I was hit with that all the time. You didn't, so you didn't do anything. And then when you come to see yourself for 45 minutes... You didn't fucking bring anything. He's physically here and you didn't bring anything. And then I find out what he makes a month, y'all. Oh my God. I cannot believe that you make this much money and you don't fucking do anything for my kid. That's a, that's another story. I just found this out so I get a little hot when I talk about it still. But um, you don't bring anything. You ask me what he needs... And you don't bring anything. And then you order some mittens and some blankets. So you spent $15, $20 and had them delivered to me. But I had to tell you. I had to tell. I had to say something to you. If you cared about your son, you would have came gifts in hand, diapers, wipes, clothes, whatever. The whole nine yards. Because you didn't do shit. But you didn't do it. Um, I'm trying to go down my notes and I'm trying to keep this podcast short because y'all know I can go on and on about this stuff um labor um okay so that about okay cool so I think I hit all my points um skipped a lot of details but we don't need to really go into detail but um so yeah so I went through you know my pregnancy went through it alone didn't want to go through it alone went through my labor I don't want to say alone because I did have, um, you know, a couple of my friends that were there to support me. But he still, I still felt as if he should have been there for the birth of his son. You only get to witness that once. With him. I mean. And you didn't, you missed that. You weren't there for me. And, you know, I get, I get we were not, we don't have a great relationship. We weren't in a good place at that point. But that, that was, you know, that was for London. I needed you in that moment. And you st- and you weren't there. You chose to go drinking. Um, and, and then, so to now. So, those were my prior to point. And so now. Um, I'm literally doing everything for my kid. My son. Everything. And then some. And I'm not going to sit here and act like it's easy. Uh, it's not. It is not easy. Daycare is high as hell. Daycare is more than my rent. So I am providing. I literally, I mean, I go to work and I don't get to reap the benefits of my paycheck. It all goes to bills. It all goes to a house that I don't even spend half my time at. Like, y'all know how that goes. So, I am doing it all. I do everything. 
I am there I there emotionally for my son, mentally for my son, financially for my son. I'm making sure that he has a safe place. I'm making sure that he gets the loving that he needs. I'm doing all this. And that, you know, ties back into I know what you make a month and I cannot believe that you will not help. And he will not help you guys because I won't give him a receipt for him sending me money to pay his part of daycare. That's the only thing that he's willing to do, y'all. The bare fucking minimum. And I won't even say willing to do because he doesn't do it anymore. He made up an excuse not to do it. But that was the only thing. I'm going to pay half a daycare. I told him he should pay all. I'm only going to pay half. And you gave me two weeks worth, so you gave me $300. And I gave you, I showed you, I showed you, even though it is demeaning as fuck to ask the mother of your child to provide receipts. When you know damn good and well that your child is being taken care of. And if you feel as if your child is not being taken care of, then receipt papers are the least of your concerns. You need to be worried about filing some different paperwork if you think that I can't take care of our son or that your son is in danger. That's how I feel about it. Don't fucking demean me. Don't disrespect me. I am not providing you a receipt for daycare, especially when you are sending me the money through Cash App. You write your memo. And as I have stated, and I will keep harping on money as fungible, so that, that money that you sent me, that might not have went directly to daycare. That could have refunded me for some formula that I bought two days ago. Because daycare pulls, everything pulls out of my bank account. Everything pulls out of my bank account, comes out of my bank account. That little bit of money you sent me could have went to somebody else. It, would, it could have went to my fucking gas. I spend 400 plus dollars in gas now a month. So that money you sent me could have went to my gas tank to ensure that I got to work. My daughter got to school. My son got to daycare. That is wild to me that I'm labeled bitter because I'm coming for you and holding you accountable. You're not going to sit here and tell me that you care about my son when you don't do shit. Shit. And for anybody that is backing him and saying, oh, no, yeah, you're right, you're right, I wouldn't help her either. Y'all need to go to therapy. Because that is fucked up. And wait till you guys have kids of your own. And if you got kids of your own, you're a shitty ass fucking parent. I would never encourage that. You will allow a piece of paper to dictate whether or not you financially provide. And the bare minimum of that for your child. For real. You're letting a piece of paper dictate that. But you care about your kid. You don't care about your kid. If you cared about your kid, you, ensure, you would ensure that your child was taken care of. And you know, my thing is, you knew who I was when you laid down with me. You knew who I was as a mother when you laid down with me. You met, you met my daughter. So you know how I am. And you know that my son will be taken care of. And you fucking know that I'll bust my ass too. And this irritates me too because I know he knows Amber will make sure that her kids have. My son will not go without. Because you know I possess that trait. And you take that for granted. And you will not help me. You make more than me a year. And you do not help me. You just moved in with your... You and your girlfriend just got a new place. 
So you're either splitting bills or you're providing for her. Either way, it is fucked up. You don't do anything for my kid. And if you're splitting bills, that means more money in your pocket and you're still not doing anything for him. And if you're providing for her and supporting her, that's fucked up that you're putting somebody before your children. Because you don't, you don't provide for your other son. You only provide for your daughter because the courts make you do it. And let's talk about that real quick. You move. And you won't, you refuse to give me your new address to, to give to child support so that they can make your ass pay me, obviously. Duh, he's not going to help himself um, <laughs> legally be responsible for his kid. Duh. I've asked him for the address several times. How did I know you moved? My caseworker told me. I don't understand the issue with that. Um, but yeah, so these things make me angry. I know in the in the dictionary, it, bitter is, you know, associated with, with the word angry, but there is a difference. I'm angry because you don't do shit. I'm angry because you, you want to pretend like you care about my son. You want to text me to save face. We don't talk. And you want to text me randomly, how's London, how's London, how's London, to save face. This is what you're doing. You want to show anybody that asks you about London, like your mom. She'll ask you, and now you'll have documentation showing. Yeah, I've asked. Neighbors is bitter. She's not said anything. Well, no, tell her the backstory. Tell whoever the backstory. You're doing it to save face because I never, I didn't respond to you. So if you were concerned and you cared, would you not text my friends? Hey, have y'all spoke to Amber? Would you not do that? Would you not FaceTime me? Would you not text again? I mean. I would. Your 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 family talks to me. Would you not ask them? It makes no sense to me. You're trying to save face. You don't care about my son. And that doesn't make me bitter. It simply means I'm holding you accountable. You're a grown-ass man who has multiple children that you do not take care of. Again, you only do for one because the courts make you. And you're going to make some more kids. That's crazy. I, I have asked him just numer numerous times, just sign your eyes over. Just sign your eyes over. You, you don't want to do, do. You don't want to be there present for my kid, which is fine at this point. I know I harped on that earlier in my podcast, but at this point, that is fine that he is in Texas. Florida, Georgia, wherever that man decides to move, that's fine. But that doesn't, that does not, that's not going to attach me to a, 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 the stigma of a baby mama. I'm the mother of my son. And unfortunately, his dad doesn't see, I don't, I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't see that his, how valuable his children are. And that's on him. All that he's doing to his babies is going to come back tenfold. But that's, that's the unfortunate part. Is he doesn't see value in my son and that does piss me off. And then you want to throw on my face, well he's half me. I mean, yeah, but what does that mean? 
That doesn't mean that I'm still responsible to update you, send you pictures, to check in with you. That's not my responsibility. I babied your ass through my pregnancy with keeping you updated. I'm not doing that anymore. I do everything. I'm up late night. I'm up taking care of him. I'm up cleaning up throw up at 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm the one getting thrown up on. I'm the one that has to miss work because my son is sick. I'm taking him to doctor appointments. I'm paying for his medicine. I don't, you know, if I go out, I got to get a babysitter. These are the, I don't get to just freely step out into the world. I don't just get to lay my head down when I'm sleepy. These are things that come, you know, responsibilities that are attached to being a parent. And he, he doesn't possess any of those. If anybody bitter is bitter, it would be him. You call me names. You talk about my past. You harp on the past. I don't talk about any of that shit. Not anymore. But those are these are things. Those are, those are some examples of what what bothers me. And because I speak speak on these things on the internet, it does not make me bitter. It just means that I'm holding him accountable. When somebody needs validation, they crave validation, and they use social media for that. You you kind of hit him where it hurts. You know, he, he informed me that a couple of his little girls down in Houston, because Houston does have a big old, I have a lot of viewers in Houston, or listeners, but he let me know that he doesn't listen, that so-and-so told me that you said this, um, which I know he listens, it's whatever. Um, if he did a podcast about me, I'm listening, but... Um, just because I speak on this experience doesn't mean I'm bitter. I'm holding him accountable, and he cannot stand being viewed in the public eye other than I'm a positive, what's he called, life coach, wellness coach. I will uplift you. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, like, you get that? You get that, Julian. But I know, you know, the real Julian. And that's that. I just, I've, I, ha, I am, I have every right to feel the way that I do. But I do not want my ex back. I don't have feelings for my ex. I would love to just cut all ties from that man. And that's what I associate bitter to. Somebody who wants their partner back and they're upset about every damn thing that that person does. I'm upset because you don't do for my son. I'm upset because you put yourself and others before my son. And your other kids. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to harp, I'm not going to talk about those babies. Those aren't my babies. Um, but one of them, I do have a relationship with. So it does, it does, it bothers me too. Um, but I am running, look, see, going over my time limit. I only wanted it to be like 20, 25 minutes running over, but that, that's what I wanted to say. Um, if I have more to say it, I'll just, more to say, I'll just release another episode on it, but I am trying to keep these short and this one's gone too damn long, but, um, thank you for tuning back in with me. I know it's been a minute, but I appreciate all of you guys that listen to me and constantly send me feedback, checking in on me. Um, I appreciate it all. 
I hope you guys have a great day, night. I hope your holidays is great, was great. Um, and I will talk to you guys soon.